Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want you to repeat after me and you don't have a choice. Okay. Okay. I. I. Brian Fink. <laughs> the hand goes up. Yes. I, Brian Fink. Have let totally spoiled <laughs> and this is us down. Wow, even this is no, us no, no, too? No, 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 that's not part oh, of the sorry. line. Hi, my I, name is, I, I, Brian, Brian Fink, Fink, have led totally spoiled, and this is us down. Thank you. And April, I let you down. I oh, let you yeah, down. I, yeah, I included a, you in that. There's a little that. bit of importance. I, I completely let you guys down. So I wasn't even able to watch last night's episode because I was playing softball, which I... As much as I love playing softball, I am regretting it now because I am so sore. It's not even funny. So how many ibuprofens did you take? (laughs) 600 milligrams. I was like, 600 grams. I'm like, I I thought you were about to say 600 pills. I was about to say, (laughs) are you alive in there? No. I I died in here a long time ago. (laughs) But we're still going to recap last night's episode because you did watch This Is Us last night. Yeah, I actually did watch two hours yesterday. (laughs) That's just what I think. I have been watching this whole time. I have no sense of time. I actually did watch two hours yesterday. So we're going to recap this. This is us. I, I'm not coming to the table blank. With anything. With, no, no, wait, no. <laughs> I am coming to the table because oh, okay. Okay. I've got a mind-blowing moment from last week's episode. Yes, okay. that you you do not even see coming. Because when I read this, I was like, what? I was about to say, is this something you read or is this something from the after shows? Because I've got to say, I've got to get better at, at watching those. Not that it's necessarily part of it, but there's a lot of insight in those shows. But And I, I did. I did watch that this morning. So here was the situation. So I got home last night from softball. <laughs> I didn't have time for This Is Us because I had to take a shower and everything. Good. And then I woke up this morning for a workout and I even cut the workout short because of how sore I was. And I was like, okay, I'll watch This Is Us. But at At this point, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm all hyped up on pre-workout. I'm all like out of it from the workout. I'm like, this is not the good mindset to watch. So I did watch the after show, though, because it's literally like five minutes on YouTube. Yeah. So I did watch that. So I did get a little insight into last night's episode. So I did get that. By the way, happy birthday to Tanya. (gasps) Yes! Happy birthday, Tanya! Did you go watch uh, Star is Born with her? (laughs) No! Well, Tanya, okay, like we like to have feedback from our listeners. So, homegirl, you got to tweet us back. Let us know. Because I think we reached out to see if... When? Through, through Twitter. No, 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 no. Like I'm saying I, we reached out saying, when are you going? Yeah, 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 yeah. but and it just didn't, didn't work out. Yeah, and we didn't hear back or it didn't work out, but we hope you went yeah. to see it. I don't, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think she's seen it yet. No, so Tanya, if you're listening, <laughs> go go back, check it, respond to us. And but we'll, happy we'll, birthday, we'll Tanya. Tanya is going. one of the biggest fans of the Totally we Spoiled podcast. So Tanya. thank you so much, Tanya. Uh, one winner in the Mega Millions in South Carolina. Okay, Did so- you win anything? No, and I did put money down, so there goes my lunch money. That That sucks. It's just lunch money. It's not worse. There was one winner in South Carolina, and so I texted my brother this morning because they just moved to South Carolina. I'm like, hey, 
Hey, so you a multimillionaire? Did you get a text back? I didn't get a text back. I'm like, oh, I think I know who won. (laughs) (laughs) You you really pissed him off or he just does not want to be associated with you anymore. He finally texted me back saying, no, we only got like one or two numbers. And I text back. I'm like, oh, likely story for somebody who just (laughs) won a billion dollars. Yeah, we attempted but lost. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like strolling through my Instagram right now because I'm trying to find this post do you know what I'm talking about that keeps saying something go back to work you lost? Yeah, I, like saw, I think I saw a uh, new Channel 8 posting that one. Probably. It's like a word in each in one each of the balls. balls. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. So I'm like, does that mean we didn't get another winner? Or no, we got just, one in South Carolina. That's, that's what I One thought. winner. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's my question. Sucks. If, if you have an immediate family member that wins, yeah. does that automatically mean that you deserve to get something from them? No. Like, if it's, like, a a mom or a brother, you don't think that that, like, automatically means that you deserve something? Well, in my book, like, you, just the fact that you said mom and brother, those are the two closest humans to my life, so absolutely, but every family situation is different. If you just have that brother or sister or aunt that you've spoken to once in your life. If it's like on, if you're on good terms with the immediate family member, if it's somebody that's current in your life, you automatically deserve something, right? I think you should when you're talking about Powerball and Megaball and the money associated to it. it's like a billion dollars, like cut a brother like a couple of mil or something, something, right? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. The way I look at it is, like say for example, my brother kills somebody. Like he goes on like a killing spree automatically I'm associated to it, right? The family is automatically, like, we have to come out and go, I didn't see this coming. He was the quietest brother I ever, you know, they. that's always the way it is. Why has he got to be quiet? But that's always the way it is. (laughs) Like, they go to the neighbor and the neighbor's like, I never saw that coming. Like, they never, they were walking their cat all the time, you know, that was... Walking their cat. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> That's why he's sign. a killer. That's the first sign right there, Fink. That's the first sign. <laughs> but I mean, could you Jeez. imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> let's say I don't know how this took this turn, but let's say I lose my marbles and I go on a killing spree, and they start asking like everybody about me. What would you say? Like, what would you? What if they came to you and went? How is Brian Fink? Could you see this coming? What would you say? Besides getting in the corner. I knew there was something weird about that guy. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Oh, my God. You don't have my back. You wouldn't go. He was the nicest young man I ever knew. He would take care of his cats. He would do anything for anybody, anything I. That's not the stuff you would. You would go, oh, I knew there was something weird about that guy. <laughs> Wow. Uh, no, no. I would say you had a very, you know, interesting sense of humor and, you no, know, like, is, like okay. to make fun of me and ever so often would get, you know, <laughs> mosquito bites and call doctors on his phone to FaceTime. <laughs> we, we need to get our story and- better. <laughs> we need to figure this out. I'm not but saying. But I really liked him. <laughs> but I really liked him. I didn't expect that. Thanks. You're welcome. You can't start it with, I didn't expect that. Oh, no. no <laughs> you got to no. go through all no. that stuff oh. first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's do some spoiling. Warning. If you haven't watched your favorite show yet, do not listen. We cannot be held responsible for the spoilers ahead. 
This is the Totally Spoiled Podcast. Podcast. With Brian Fink and April Diamond. Episode 35. God, wow. Yeah, brought to you by Samson Go Mike. Create your own podcast or take your social videos to the next level. Which, by the way, of course, Samson supplies all the microphones here in the podcast room. The best. We use the Go Mike for all the videos and social we do. So thank you very much to Samson. At Brian Fink. Add April on air, even though I've cut you out of my life now because you don't have my back. Thank you. I mean, you. I cut myself out of the picture if you're watching YouTube. Yeah, I you did. <laughs> so You're like, I want to have nothing to do with that. <laughs> like the news comes to you and you're Cat like, Walker. Uh, go see Cat somebody else. Catwalker. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for following and subscribing to the Totally Spoiled podcast. So uh, this is us last night. I, I didn't get to see it, but here's the thing. Mind-blowing. Once again, are you ready? I'm about to be as ready as I can be. So I'm you said... to fall out of your chair, but I'm, I'm listening. You said that you went back last night and watched last week's episode, too. Right. Why? Because there was so much to it. And besides that, remember how I told you I wasn't very... Into it? Into it. Right. So I'm like, all right, all right, let me give it another shot. Maybe I missed a few things. Um, and I actually enjoyed it more the second really? time. So yeah. it's kind of like me and uh, A Star is Born. Yeah, kind of. Exactly. It took just kind of going back and seeing certain things. Remember how we were talking about certain scenes when the mom um, had Nick and the, the, the difference in the hours and whether he was going to be... Um, it was literally like five minutes that yeah, if you had been born little, on the next day. It's those little details that you... I, for, for instance, or for example, for myself, I paid more attention to, and it it was those smaller details that kind of built to the overall bigger picture of what that episode was. So I enjoyed it a lot more last night. So uh, I was, I don't know if I was just hopping around socials, or I don't know where I saw this pop up. Yeah. But it turns out, and this, like, these little eggs that they're putting are amazing. Yeah. So do you remember the scene where they are in Vietnam, they're in that camp area, and the little boy runs over to him? With the fish? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the mom comes running after the little boy? Uh-huh. The mom, that random woman at this point, unless they talked about it in the episode last night. Oh, boy. Oh, so she was wearing Jack's necklace. That we see Kevin wearing down the line. So they talked yep. about. So it's not mind blowing to you because it was in the yep. episode last you night. You just wait. That's all I well, have. Well, what to happens? See. Tell me. Spoil right. it. So, I mean, we're going to go totally out of order. So, do you remember how part of this episode last night, Kevin finds through his girlfriend um, one of the guys that was at war with. Yeah, that was in a tease last week. Right, with, right? with his dad. So. They actually go to him, find him. You can tell from the get-go this guy knows a lot. From the teaser leading into the actual episode. So what's crazy is though those whole scenes are very surface. Very surface. He's telling him about his dad and what he did and this and that. And then at the very, very end of the episode, Kevin goes back to see him. They meet and he said... Sometimes it's better not to know certain things, but maybe something along the lines, maybe this will give you peace or this will give you the answers you need. Hands him an envelope, which has like letters or postcards and pictures. In that picture is that little Asian lady. 
and you see a picture that I wouldn't say it's intimate. It can be left for interpretation. But Jack and her are very close. close. Um, and you see the, the necklace. necklace. Yeah, and it pretty much ends there. Oh, so they didn't even. No, but it's just that tease of like, <gasps> what is this? So what is this? What in, does that mean? Who is she? What's their relationship? And why does she have that necklace? Right. That now, Kevin has had, and as you've known through prior episodes and seasons, that is something very dear to him. It's pretty much what he has, the only thing he has. Well, that's when dad. he has that kind of mental breakdown, like uh, either last season or this season. I don't remember what season it when was. When he thought but he lost it. When he thought he lost house. it at that one night, well, not one night stand, but when he hooks up with that girl, kind drunken, of, yeah, yeah. and the then leaves it at her house and then like spends an entire episode trying to get it back and she won't give it back to him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. what I saw on socials, first of all, the scene that we're talking about in last week's episode was the woman comes running into the scene and it's so fast is you just see the necklace hanging out like people were posting screenshots of the necklace crazy everybody was trying to figure out okay so is this woman somebody that he was romantic with in vietnam is this woman does he maybe yeah. save the child from something and the woman gives him... We're trying to figure out what part she plays. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And the thing is, at that point, there was no Rebecca. There was no, no Rebecca. So it's not like he's a terrible guy. Right. Um, but it makes you wonder what else happened there despite just his brother. Because all you know is he went to war. It was traumatizing, but it was traumatizing larger so because of an incident with his brother which we're still in the process of figuring out all of that but did maybe this like did this woman maybe have something else to do with that whole story really interesting because i got the vibe that there was something romantic there i could be wrong that you're talking about like is she sitting on his lap is she like is he no, groping her? Like, what, what's happening in the picture? <laughs> oh my like, God. This, like, does, this, 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 does this totally this, ruin Jack for all of it? Like, no, no, oh my God, that would be amazing. Him. Nothing could ever. Did you? Whoa. That did would you be just think amazing. that would be amazing? Yes. You are shattering so many dreams <laughs> exactly. of women that are listening to this show right now. And I need to stop you. Repeat after me. <laughs> no. I, Brian Fink. Nope. Yes. Nope. I already did it once. Take- <laughs> nope. I already did it once. Take back that. So it might be shattering for the women, but for guys, we're like, we're waiting for that skeleton to pop out. We're like, see, Jack isn't this perfect angel that everybody thinks he is. That's what we're waiting for. So is he like in this picture and he's like, his arm is like reaching around in an inappropriate position? No, it's just kind of the... the (laughs) That would be awesome. Oh oh my God. The show would be over. Reel it back in. The show would be over. Like if they did that to Jack's character, like turned him into this like sleazeball. Here's the thing though. You already see from past episodes that he's not picture perfect. Well, he's not. You know, he deals with alcohol. But he's not a sleazeball. He's not a dirtbag. He's not a piece of caca. Yeah. Yeah, he's not like yeah. his dad. So, yeah. I mean, we, we the character is still a good character. To who he is, like his morale. And, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. So the picture. Yeah, so it's it doesn't insinuate per se that they were romantically involved, but you can almost tell with the picture, picture there's a sense of closeness and tenderness, which usually is associated in a relationship. Um, 
again, also because of the necklace, we know the significance of it. Like, what does this mean? Right. You know, it kind of gives you the impression that there was something more. Is the boy but I don't in the know. picture? Hmm? Is that boy in the picture or is it just no, Jack and the woman? It's just Jack and the woman. So that's going to be it's a very interesting storyline yeah. to come. So yeah. I, I made the comment about last week's episode about how, to me, it seemed very abrupt that they spent an entire episode on Vietnam and Jack at war. Right. And then in the tease for this week's episode, there was nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like they touched more on Vietnam and the war. In yesterday's episode, minimally. It was just kind of little flashbacks here and there. Where it did was at the end with the interaction with Kevin and um, the the gentleman that had served with his father. um, And then just kind of the initial them going to his house. But it's it's highlighted in there, but it's not a big focal point. Now, this guy, Um, was it somebody in his platoon that we already met? Or is it just some random guy? He starts off by saying that... He, you'll, you'll, I don't want to give that this part no, too much fully away, but you'll find out and see he, one of the first things he says to Kevin is your dad saved my life. Wow. So. Oh, what a great character yeah, then. Yeah. So it's, um, it's there, there's more, there's more story and history there. So it's not just some random guy that they were in the same platoon or anything like that. There's, there's definitely more meat there. Good. So that's um, a carry for another episode. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, um, it touches on it. It's not the focal point. Um, if you watch the show or just kind of looked into it, you'll know that the epi- the name of this episode is actually Toby. Yeah. So which this is. Leads- go ahead. So this is what I know about the episode last night from watching the after show is that we meet. Kid Toby and Teenage Toby. Yeah. So remember how we talked last, um, last Totally Spoiled about, hmm, so every character has been able to develop and you see different stages of them. Well, it was finally Toby's turn. That's awesome. Little Toby made me want to be like, oh my God, you are so cute. Oh my God, I love you. I saw this scene. So I, I It was in like a store or something when, yes! he, start, when he starts reciting Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> so cute I'm like I want to put you in my pocket and take you home so what in a so. in a very basic description what is kid Toby like and what is teenage Toby like so kid Toby is a kid he, he, oh that- thanks Einstein I'm getting there will you <laughs> let me talk what was he the- a kid <laughs> Can I get so a new co- can, how, I, can I get a new can I get a new partner for the show? How would you describe Kid Toby? Um, let me see. He's a kid. Oh, okay. Thanks. I really don't like you sometimes. Hi, my name is Brian Fink, and I have totally let down the totally spoiled podcast. <laughs> I was gonna so have kid other Toby. few choice of words, but uh, we're gonna just gonna proceed. Describe Kid Toby. He's a kid in the sense. That he is still finding out his own identity. He's still developing a personality. Kid Toby is touched very lightly in this episode, as is, I'll, I'll say. So you don't see much of it. You see more of teenage Toby. You see that his family also struggled kind of like Jack with an abusive but more verbal um, upbringing between the mom and the dad, more so the dad towards the mom. And the dad leaves, right? The dad leaves. Yeah, this was, again, this is all from just watching the after show. Yeah. They show the scene where the dad is talking to Toby, packing up, saying, 
you've got to get that whole, you know, depression and anxiety under control. Under control. Yeah. So it's really interesting because I actually totally forgot about this. Do you remember prior to meeting Kate, Toby was engaged and madly in love with this other woman? Yeah. That's why he um, went through a mass depression. Right. 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 So I'd forgotten about that. I borderline forgot about that. Um, so you, it's, it's really tender. There's this scene where the mom goes and visit him, visits him and it's, is like, Hey, if I was able to get through this and I got through this, you can do this. And she touches on the sense going back to that one scene in, um, the store that she references that Toby that's in there that is suffering from mass depression is equally there is that Toby that's full of life and, brought me out of she goes into saying brought me out of the rut I was in in the store she was borderline crying falling apart and he pulls out you know the runny danger field (laughs) with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yes. <laughs> and it's you just see how the mom lights up and is like, this is my world. So she highlights how so much of that depression that is there, so much of that happy-go-lucky optimistic eye is also equally there. And it's just a really beautiful kind of scene and interaction of, you know, older Toby with his mom and how it correlates on how he was there for her when he was a kid, too. You know, so you see you see that he is still this happy person, but you start to see shades of him and the depression come out and how it carries throughout the rest of his his life. And how leaving his meds once, what that did to him, you are starting to see that come back. Yeah, that was another scene. Yikes. That was another scene that they showed in the after show was his breakdown when, I guess, Kate lets him know that it worked, that she's pregnant. she's pregnant. And he has a full-on breakdown. And, yeah, he, it's like, I think at first Kate thinks it's tears of joy. And she sees that those tears look like he's almost in pain. And that's where he comes clean is like, look... I've been off my medication and she helps him and kind of tries to get him back on his feet and get the doctor appointment set. But towards to more towards the end of, of this episode two, you start to see him kind of spiral down like really in, in the bedroom, doesn't talk, doesn't interact. Um, we got foreshadowing into the next episode too, how it kind of seems like he's going to be stuck there for a while because there's a scene in this episode too where he is trying to convince I I think it was like a, a, a it was in the farm the the pharmacy or a doctor's assistant where he's like look I'm 
I need help and I need help now as in I need medicine and I need medicine now. And and the woman is telling him, Hey, this is not the way to go about it. You need to be slowly introduced to it again and you need to go see your doctor and he's just losing it. Um, so and this is in present day, Toby, present day, present day. Um, so I have a feeling we are going to be seeing a darker side of Toby and how that possibly even affects Toby and Kate. Well, we, we Hopefully know this. not from the pregnancy aspect, but I can probably venture off on a limb. And if I had to give some prediction, I have a feeling she's going to lose a baby and it's going to probably be oh due God. to the fact that their issues have affected her so much to the point where she loses her baby. And that would be the second baby. There, there's nothing that's insinuating that so far, but if I had to predict and just throw it out there, I have a feeling something like that's going to happen. Well, we know that it's going down a very dark road because of the way last season ended mm-hmm. with the flash forward to him being in bed and not wanting there's to get out of bed. There's just so many indicators. So we know it's going there. And you talk about medication. I've actually had experience with medication and antidepressants completely screwing me up. So when you're saying that uh, doctors or the, the pharmacy or whomever mm-hmm. told him that they need to slowly do it, so I was put on uh, antidepressants for digestive reasons. Really? That a doctor was like, this is a new antidepressant. It's not going to have any kind of effects on you. What it's meant to do is kind of calm your digestion. Huh. And I'm like, okay. I mean, if it's got no side effects and it's not a pain in the ass to get off of afterwards, then right. okay. Woo! Woo! Completely changed me. And after like two months, like I'm like, emotionally everything, or like st- just complete side effects. And I'm like, listen, you've got to get me off of this. And he's like, okay, I'll take you off of it. There's no side effects to just quitting cold turkey. I'm like, all right, cool. I quit that cold turkey. I thought I was having like heroin withdrawals. Not that I know what that's like, but I imagine like I was having cold sweats. I was having shakes, like everything. Right. So medication is definitely, and I was on a very strong medication for my migraines. Very strong medication. So it was just like... And with that medication, once again, weaning yourself off of it it is a whole other story. Like it's got so... Like medication, which listen, I'm a proponent for medication if it does the job because when I'm suffering from debilitating migraines, if it's Mm -hmm. something that's controlling my life, if there's a pill that I can take every day that's going to stop that... Give it to me because it's to the point where like for 20 years, you know, having a headache almost every single day. It's not the way to. is debilitating. Yeah, it's not the way to live. A lot of people are like, no, medication is not the way to go. It's just a Band-Aid. It doesn't solve the problem. Like, that's great. There's a time and place and there's a situation because I'm like in the middle. I'm very, I definitely don't want to say anti-medicine because that sounds very strong, but I Unless if I absolutely have to, like, absolutely. I deal with headaches. I used to have migraines. Um, and funny enough, like, taking allergy shots for so many years helped with reducing that. Um, but unless if my my headaches were so bad, I wouldn't even take an Advil or an Aleve. Or if my stomach was being weird, like, I would have had to be like, oh, my God, this is horrible. I can't right. operate. Um, or I'd go more the holistic route, like, what's something I can do naturally? But every situation and every person is different. And where it is literally controlling your life, like you said, or not allowing you to do simple everyday tasks, 
absolutely. Yeah. Do something that's going to help that. And you said it was more for digestive reasons. Well, my mom, after my dad's passing, was on medication, on antidepressants for a while. Um, And it took her a while to actually feel back to herself. After stopping it or being on it? Once starting it, it took her a while. Like for some people, apparently they say it's pretty quick. Well, I mean, it could take a while to get into your system. Yeah, it, it took her a long time. She also just hated the fact that she even had to take medicine. And then when she's like, F this. I'm I'm tired of being on medication. I feel like I'm a walking cloud. I don't feel like myself. She straight up, even though the doctor told oh, her, God. even though the doctor told her, do not just go off of it. Like my mom's going to love her to pieces, but she's going to do what she wants to do. And she was just tired. Like it was, it was tearing up her stomach. She felt like she, like again, was like a cloud. Um, and stopped, and that was really rough for her and for us. Really rough. Yeah, because so, it chemically changes you. Yeah. So I'm watching this episode, and it's like in my own mind, in my own life, I'm going back, and I'm being remembered of certain things, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is not good. This and that's, is not good. That's what we've said about This Is Us is one of the best things about it is there's ways for everybody to feel connected to it. Yep. Because of all the storylines they touch there's on. so many different storylines. It's I, crazy. I don't, know if I, I, I don't know if I've told you, but uh, you know I deal with anxiety, mm-hmm. like horrible anxiety. And when I had a panic attack... My doctor wanted to put me on antidepressants, like a daily antidepressant. And I'm like, listen, in the job that I'm in, yeah. I can't be doled out. I can't, because that's what a lot of antidepressants do. They completely yep. just dole you out. Yep. I can't be doled out. I have to have a personality, or lack thereof, <laughs> and I have to yeah. be able to, <laughs> and I have to be able to control that personality. And I feel like if I was on an antidepressant, and I don't know enough about all the different antidepressants, but I... Just from all the stories, I feel right. like I wouldn't have that control. And so I didn't you go on it. I just deal with my anxiety. And when it comes up, I take natural stuff. There's- and that's what I'm saying. Find ways, find coping mechanisms, whether it's taking something naturally or certain exercises. Absolutely. People underestimate the importance of working out. It's not to to look good or to lose weight. Always look. Those are components. But what it does to your mind it's so stimulating it's 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 you know it it's 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 yeah it's funny you mention that because there's this dj producer named alice in wonderland i don't mm-hmm. know if you've um her past is a very interesting past because she's actually attempted to commit suicide um, and just recently she posted a picture on instagram of her hiking in la and the caption was talking about how she had a really bad week and the one coping mechanism that she finds is working out. And she went on a hike to just kind of clear her mind and get people don't realize that that's really a good the way. outdoors and nature and your body is a temple and it may not talk to you like we are right now. But if you pay attention, it gives you signs and it it needs simple necessities. Just giving it a little stroll, being one with nature just it, disconnecting a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like my body right now is telling me that 
my leg is about to fall off <laughs> because I could just feel like shooting pains really quickly. Thank you, softball. <laughs> really quickly. Was there anything else? Oh, so Melly, I saw a friend of mine post on Facebook that... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Something was heartbreaking to her for teenage Randall. Was there a storyline last night that happened with teenage Randall? This episode touched on prom as well when they were younger. Kay ended up not going. That 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 there was nothing really to develop from there. Kevin gets plastered. <laughs> oh. And you start to see in this episode too how more involved um Oh yes, this is what I was gonna tell you too. How more involved Oh, why do we always forget his name? You know who I'm talking about. Ooh, I Come don't on. know who you're talking about. Come on. The mom's married to him now. Oh, uh oh! Yeah. What is his name? Why do we always? Why do always? This? Oh no! Like uh, I hate him. I well, you might not so much after this episode. Oh really? Yes. Why? Um, why can I not? Oh, uh, it's a uh, no! Son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> I want to say Jose, and that's no. Not oh right. my god, you are so <laughs> racist. I'm Hispanic. So um, Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> People walk through the hallways are like, what is happening in there right now? Oh Miguel. Oh my God. It's like a brain block. Yes, every time. Miguel. Every freaking time. So what did we learn about Miguel so, last so, night? So Kevin, plastered high school Kevin, um, gets dropped <laughs> off at Miguel. Jose. I just want to make it Stop very it. clear. I want to make it. Stop it. Here, raise your hand. Stop Repeat after me. No. Hi, my name is April. Hola, mi nombre es Abril. And I'm the one that said the racist comment about Miguel, not y Brian yo Fink. no dije nada racista I don't know what you're de Miguel. I don't know what you're saying. Muy bueno. Que bueno. So what do we learn with, with drunken Kev? So he gets dropped off at Miguel's house instead of his, his own home. Um. And let me tell you, just the tenderness from him of watching over Kevin, just being there for him, rewinding a little bit to that, he goes and checks in on the family. He knows the fridge is broken. He spends hours easily into late 11, 12 o'clock midnight fixing fixing the refrigerator. It's these tiny little details that it's, it's so beautiful, and it flashes back to it to an episode with him and Jack of, hey, if I, and it was so funny because they were just casually talking, and it was a joke. If I were to get run over by a bus, can you promise me you'll be there to look after my family? No, of course, that's what it is then. I, God, I was like, you know what? Even though I can't remember your name, I'm supposed <laughs> to like you, man. Miguel. Miguel, Miguel. So what happened so with, with teenage Randall? With Randall, do you remember the girl that he like was crushing on and she came from like a, I don't mean this in a, you know, other way than what it is, just a, a, a white family. Right. Um, With a dad named Jose. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Right, I remember her. Um, The mom is super inviting. So they went and go take pictures, all of them, at their house. The mom is super inviting, super sweet. The dad comes from around the corner, keeps it together. Hello, da-da-da-da, whatever, extremely small talk. And then all of a sudden freezes with a camera held in his hand. I'm sorry, I can't do this. Oh, God. Super cold, super like, mm, and takes the corner. And the girl is like, wait, dad. And then the mom is like, I'm so sorry. And you just see Randall's face, like confused, hurt, misunderstood, embarrassed. Oh, man. It was rough. Then you see him by himself. He goes to a diner, eats by himself, eventually somehow makes it back home. He makes it home, and first person he sees is Miguel. Jose. <laughs> come, come here. Just get close to it. Get right here. Your face. Nah. Uh, I. Um, gets, <laughs> cl- gets home. First person he sees is Miguel, and he's like, hey, you're, ho- you're back home early. How was prom? He basically looks at him with just complete sadness. I didn't even make it. Mm. And Miguel tries to tell him about a story of his own about how he dealt with racism. And Randall just doesn't want to even hear it. He's like, you know, man, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not in the mood to talk. Yeah, I mean, he's a teenager. He's out. He's out. It was heartbreaking. Oh, that sucks. So I can see why, I, I can see why that was heartbreaking for Melly too. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we we touch on that. We like I said, we touch on Kate and Toby and them finding out that they are pregnant. Toby, what comes out of it, and the depression is where by all means, I'm sure we're going to see more about that. We talk about the little Toby, teenage Toby, and how he's still, you know, who that person was is still who he is now, just dealing with depression and or lack thereof, right. as we're going to um, find out. Um, one really sweet little thing to wrap up is, you know how we are still trying to figure out what the deal is with Kevin and his girlfriend? Like, are they going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, current girlfriend. For some reason, I was shooting back to his high school, his high school sweetheart that... Oh, that he um, went back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know what you're talking. Oh, really? Very, very small. Oh, okay. It was a whole prom thing. Yeah, you're talking about the cousin. Um, yes. She dealt with a situation where they were getting candy or stuff at a, a you know, gasoline station and... Gasoline station? <laughs> you, in Spanish, you say una gasolinera. Oh, okay. That's, it's not translating. A market, a market, a market. It's like, you're the one that says, like, um, like gasoline did you see station. that person smoking marijuana? Like, who says a gasoline station? What do you, how do you say it in English? Pot? Oh. Oh, what? <laughs> how do you say it in English? A gas station. Oh, like gasoline station. <laughs> hey, did you see that guy smoking marijuana? <laughs> Stop it! Stop so it! So they stop and get candy at a gas uh, at station. At the gasoline station. Right. And she comes through. He's already paying. She went and grabbed some more things and puts it on the counter. And the lady tells her that's checking him out. Hey, lady, um, one second. I'm almost done with him. And Kevin, before she can say anything, is like, no, she's with me. Go ahead, honey. Like, put the, put the stuff in. And the lady at the register is like, Oh, but it was like an, oh, very judgmental. Oh, because the race. Because, you know. Because he's white, she's black. Yeah. Gotcha. And Kevin doesn't pick up on that. 
Gotcha. She also mentions and brings up in other cases how she has a pillow that has a silk cover. And God bless Kevin. He thinks it's just, oh, it's like fancy pillow. Like, it's just, it's one of the things that she likes. And, you know, she likes a silk pillow. Well, the hotel where they're staying at, where they go and find the the guy that served with um, their father. With to, Jack. Yeah, to, with Jack to develop the story. She He orders her a silk pillow cover. And he's like, oh, I found the nicest one because I know you like your... Aww. Yeah, being super cute again, oblivious. And she takes that moment to be like, look, you didn't realize at the gasoline station <laughs> that that woman was being racist towards me. What you also don't know is the reason why I use silk pillowcases is so that my hair doesn't dry out. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I, I didn't know that either, but it's... There, the differences between them was what was holding her back. You know that, and you find that out more in this episode. And he's like, well, why didn't you tell me this before? And you see her kind of choke up and stop, and I think verbatim the words that come out of her mouth is like, God help me. And she says, it's because I was afraid that I would see something more in you that I do now, as in her wanting to progresses and it's just the sweetest cutest little moment because you see his eyes light up it was like that breakthrough moment for him that he's been wanting for the both of them so it's almost like that next level of comfortability and what the next step for their relationship is going to be but you see it progressing somewhere it's so crazy it was that so cute it's so sweet it's an hour show but and so- just listening to like everything that you're recapping is like how was this in an hour? hour. Like that's that's and what's so amazing. Forty minutes if you're yeah. taking out commercials. I think like forty five minutes, but forty six, fine. Forty seven, I think actually. <laughs> <laughs> Gasolina. <laughs> but I I think it's See? I think that's just what's so amazing about this show is there's so much depth to it. I mean, we, we're supposed to do a podcast for thirty minutes about this is us, and I think we're at like two hours now. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. Again, happy birthday to Tanya. Yes. Oh, and by the way, so Randall is running for a county district politician as well. On that note, thank you for following us. There's more to say. And subscribing to the Totally Spoiled podcast at Brian Fink, at April On Air. Have an amazing rest of your week. And on YouTube, on iHeart, on iTunes, wherever. We love you. Probably on the side of some Wawa store, too. (laughs) The gasoline station. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.